Hey y'all, it's your girl Dia and Chima back on the scene like Listerine. Welcome to CNL TV, where we give you unfiltered gist on controversial, hot, and juicy topics from a boss girl mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Season 2, Episode 9, False Confidence. Hello everyone. How are you all? How have you been? How's everything? How's your social life, lifestyle? Check in. How's everyone? I hope everyone's doing fine and if you're not, I'm sending you positive energy and I'm sending you positive blessings. I hope everything is wonderful. Today is a reflection day with your co-host Chima. I will be diving into confidence, as some will call it, or false confidence within yourself. So today we're talking about false confidence and I have been talking to a lot of people about it. And it's been really important to me to talk to people about it because the more you talk about it, the more you bring awareness to others, the more you bring awareness to yourself because there will be people who will give you other perspectives that you haven't really looked into or you haven't really thought about, right? So the first thing I think about when I'm thinking about confidence is about how you perceive yourself. And um, the first thing I thought to my mind was, what does it mean to be a beautiful woman in society? And not only just a beautiful woman, like a handsome man in society, but because these are my thoughts, um, I initially thought as a woman, what people think about. And at first when having this conversation, I spoke to men about it. I spoke to women and men about it. And when I spoke to men, their thing was like, uh, they are looking into women that embrace their natural beauty uh, and they're confident about it. However, I will also say that these are men that I hang around. And so in that way, my there's a bias uh, view on this because I know there's other men. There are other men out there who don't feel the same and, you know, or could care less about if you're showing your natural beauty or not. Um but these men that I did speak to, they told me, uh, no, honestly, I really just want to see your natural hair and your natural uh, face. Like, what does it look like? Uh, just your natural beauty. And it's the first time me, for me, hearing it was a shock was a shock it wasn't a shock in a way where 
it was a shock in a way where I was, I couldn't believe it. Only because I felt that at the time, what men were into was things that had to do with, you know, having your your weave laid, having your nails done, having your makeup beat, wearing the most, you know, maybe not too provocative, but, you know, has your body looking nice type thing. That was like me, like, um, I won't say years ago, but I'll say a couple of years ago, a few years ago. And when the first guy that I encountered told me about this, uh, this view, it changed my mindset because honestly, I always wanted to just be myself. I always wanted to just be able to carry myself in a way where I could honestly just go into the world and just be myself, like truly be myself. And I always wanted to be myself, but I always felt like I always had to fit into the standards of society and it made me awkward and uncomfortable because you can tell like it just wasn't me and it just didn't sit right with me so when he told me that I was like oh really and it was he was after that it was I kept encountering people who told me the same thing so it 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 broke it unleashed I, I should say it unleashed something in me that I didn't really have before where I felt more comfortable to be myself and be confident in openly showing people that I want to grow and I want to learn and I and I want to do better and be better. So for me to be a beautiful woman in society it's it's hard to say for to generalize it but for me I would say to be beautiful is really just owning yourself and who you are and your features and who what you stand for. Because once you do that, it's just like no one can ever come for you. Because you're always going to be confident. You're always going to be bold. You're always going to be true to yourself. So it's like if anyone tries to make fun of you, it's just like, bro. Or if anyone tries to make fun of anything that you're lacking in, it's just like, but I know I'm lacking in that. And I want to do better than that. So you can't really make fun of me if... I already know what I'm lacking in. So it's like, it doesn't even matter really at that point. However, I do feel like, although from a men's perspective of what does it mean to be a beautiful woman in society, I do feel like men do pick and choose what type of natural aesthetic or what type of natural beauty that they want. Or when they say, I love a natural woman, they are choosy and they are picky. And so it still kind of falls into the materialistic view of a beautiful woman. Because truly, I was talking to this, I've talked, I was talking about this to one of my girlfriends and I spoke to her and I was like, yo, Honestly, I want to believe that men are, there are men out there. And I, and I tell people like, even, even if, I mean, I still feel like 
I'm I'm young, so I, I see new people every day. So I always say, encouraging in a, an encouraging way. Like there are men out there. Don't worry about it. There are men out there that want to see you natural and want to embrace who you are, and just be in your presence just because you're confident in your own way and you're confident about yourself. And she was like, mm, I don't really know about that because for me, what I see is a guy will say he wants a natural girl, but they probably want someone with not 4C or 4D hair, but maybe a kind of a looser texture. You know, they're natural. They have a natural face, um, maybe a natural body, but maybe a certain type of natural body, a certain type of natural uh, aesthetic they're looking for. So then it still falls short. So we were getting into the conversation, and now we're talking about what uh, the elephant in the room for this conversation, which is wearing the wigs and wearing the makeup and um yeah wearing the wigs and the makeup really uh we got into it and I we not only we but I came to the conclusion where I was thinking about wearing wigs and I understand it's a culture it's a black culture and I understand it's something that has significance to cult, to black people. But I do feel like just because it's a culture doesn't mean that we have to repeat it if it's healthy. I mean, if it's not healthy, like just because like certain things, like certain things that like you will see people on social media be like, oh, but this is our culture. Like this is something that we've done for years. Just because we've been doing it for years does not really justify it being okay. And I think that needs to be said. I don't think people say that. And so I understand wearing wigs is a culture. And it's a it's a lifestyle in the sense where it's like, if I want to find an easier way to maintain my hair, I put on a wig. But... Let's be quite honest on how many people really maintain their hair. How many people do you know under their wig? It is maintained. They are deep conditioning. They are doing the lock method. They are, you know, trying new products to make their hair maintained and keep their hair. It's like, how many people do you actually know that you can say, like, yeah, um, I know that you know, they're taking care of their hair. Most people don't. So that sucks. And it's even also, you can say the same about makeup too. How many people do you know? There's people that, there are people that wear makeup occasionally, but there's people that wear makeup like religiously, like every day. How many people do you know that actually take care of their face that wear makeup religiously? Like, I mean, there will be, there are people that are, t that do take care of, um, their face but there's a lot of people that don't and then they have black circles and then they have all these problems and then they're like okay now I have to go to the beauty supply store and I have to go to the you know someone that's gonna help me you know fix this problem because I've abused the situation because I have this mask on or there's my hair or my face and you know like I thought it would do justice enough but now it's hurting me internally because I'm neglecting my own self 
And which is another thing we will get into later on in this conversation about neglecting yourself. Um, but I, we were talking about it with the hair situation. And although it's a culture, I feel like it's not the best culture that we have. I don't think it's the most uplifting culture that we have. And I'll say why. Because for me, when I was younger, although I'm still quite young and beautiful, when I was younger, I was like, when I put on my weave, I used to feel, I used to have the highest confidence. Like, I used to feel so bad. Like, I'm like, okay, or maybe it's my birthday, and I'm like, oh, I'm so bad, like, super bad. When I had my makeup, I'm like, wow, I'm the baddest, right? When I didn't have my weave on, if I didn't have my weave on, if I didn't have, uh, you know, if I didn't put on anything, maybe uh, even eyebrows, like, I'm like, man, I'm chopped. I don't, I can't have no confidence to talk to no guy right now because I look hideous, like, you know, and that's how I used to feel. But as we're growing and getting to know people, I'm like, okay, I don't need to. It's not a necessity. If I don't wear a wig, that doesn't mean I'm not bad. I am bad. Like, if I don't put on makeup, nah, I am bad either way. As long as I am internally taking care of myself, then I'm beautiful. I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. And so um, I think it's important for us to, I, and I don't, I'm not trying to shame people that wear wigs. If you're wearing wigs and you, and you love yourself, it's different. But there's a lot of people that are delusional to the fact that right now, can they really say that they really truly love themselves? Me, I don't have a problem wearing a wig, but my mindset have, has changed on why in, internally as to what it does to me. It doesn't give me a boost or confidence where it's like I'm going to be cocky now, like, or cocky now, like, oh, like I can't be touched, you know, like, nah, whether wig or not, I, you, you should have that, you should have that feeling. You shouldn't feel like, when I have a wig is when I cannot be touched. Nah. If you know your worth, you should know that. And so for me, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not bashing nobody, but own who you are. Own yourself. Own the natural. Own the natural. Invest in the natural because the natural is for life. The natural, you don't throw it away after a couple of years. You don't rebuy it. It's you're investing in yourself. That's lifetime. That's till infinity, to whenever you pass away. So I rather invest in um, what kind of products or whatever to like help my hair flourish. What kind of products to make my skin flourish, to feel soft, to feel beautiful. You know, what, time is, what kind of skin products to make my skin clear. I rather invest in that because that, and while I'm still young, because that, will have positive effects for me in the long run when I get older rather than me investing in things that are temporary and then um long term my hair is damaged it's receding uh I cut it like 500 times um 
What else? Anything else you really want to talk about in that light? That's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about that. And on top of that, the second part of this is the curl pattern of the weave. And we got into it, me and my friend. This is still a conversation with me and my friend. And we got into it, and she was just like, well, we have a problem because we are competing with other races when men, real like, a lot of men really prefer a lot, really, really prefer, like, oh, this is her hair. Like, this is actually her hair. And you know why? Because what I feel like for me, I think what guys think about is, like, yo, this is her hair. My baby's hair going to be like this. My children's children's hair going to be like this. It's there till infinity because that's a real investment. That's investment into your DNA, into yourself. And that's why, that's why I said previously, you need to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Invest into your health. Whatever you can do because that's for life. So, yeah, like, guys are like, yeah, like, that's her hair. And, like, they take pride in that. Or that's her skin. That's actually her skin. It's actually taken care of. Because I believe my daughter's skin will be beautiful like that. I believe my son's skin will be beautiful like that. And so we have a competition, I believe, for people that try to... Because there are certain men that you attract when you do have weave or when you don't have weave. And... For the men you do attract, they're like, oh, you know, I like her when she wears a weave. You got to realize that you're in competition with men who see women that have it growing straight from their dome, from their head. Like, it's growing from their head and it's there. Like, they don't, they don't have to throw it away. That's, that is a, that is a big one up to you. That in like every way because what are you gonna do, like you have to throw yours away in like two one or two years max two years max, you have that competition and why do you allow yourself to put yourself in that kind of competition when you have your own hair, why are you competing in that light for what, for what that you know what that does to you now you're a second class citizen. Because you are competing with the next chick that has hair growing from her dome. You're never going to win. Like, it's you're never going to win. Like, I don't understand. If you do win, the chance is slim. Like, kudos to you. You did that. But it's it's rare. It's very rare. So that was another thing. And I was just like, yeah, people need to understand that's the importance of why we go back to Yo, just invest in what you can. And I know some people are like, okay, but my hair is really hard to maintain. Um, it's hard to maintain and it's not the most appeasing and it's not the most, you know, uh, aesthetically looking, you know, in a way that... Because there's some people that have 4D hair, like really, really tight curled. And it's not really like... It's not marketed right now. What we have right now is probably 4B, 4C is kind of marketed, 4B, 4A, 4C, and really 4D is a hard one. 4D, 4D is a hard one. And I, I want us to get to that point 
where it is marketable. And for the person I was talking to, she has tighter curls than me. And I really didn't know what to say at that point. Because I was just like, you do have a point. But, man, I can't speak for everybody. I can only encourage you to be confident in yourself. And because I want everyone to be confident in themselves and confident in their in their in the way God made them. In the way that God, you know, brought out your features. So we need to we need to really invest in ourselves. We need to really think about how important that really shapes the false confidence that we're giving ourselves. I feel like it's false confidence because it's like, it's not you. Like, take off the wig, take off the makeup. Are you still confident? If you're not, then maybe you should try and see what can I do to be confident. If you have to wear the makeup, it's a must. You must wear makeup. You must put on a wig. Then I think you should consider hmm, maybe this is not the best thing for me right now because you cannot, you should not, you can, but you shouldn't continue like that because it's, it's just messing with your self-esteem. Um, And so that's what I thought about when it came to men and aesthetics and uh, being a natural or being materialistic. And also the esteem and standards of a woman. And also, really, we're going to move into sexual appeal and attention. In the sense where I know a lot of people, I feel like people always say, like, I do it for myself. But... The human part of us that is procreation definitely do certain things for attention in terms of sexual appeal to feel like, you know, I'm desirable. There's no one that I, there's not one person that I know that does not want to feel desirable to a certain degree. No one wants to feel like, like nobody wants them, like nobody in this world like you feel like alone like not even a friend you don't even got a friend everybody wants to feel desirable everyone everybody wants to feel like they have worth you know everyone if everybody wants to feel like you know they can be they can be someone you know they're not a nobody nobody like you know this there's, there's a nobody but then there's a nobody nobody like it's just like nobody messing with you like you got no type of you know influence at all and so I think that if that is the case if that is the case where uh, men feel like or no not even men but women feel like they they're not just remember that to the slightest you want to look good and You'll be happy or you'll feel a type of way, not even be happy, but you'll kind of feel something if you get attention from the right person, not just anybody that's just lustful. But if you get attention from the right person, you'll feel 
that kind of way. But And you want to attract the people that you're thinking that will motivate you in that lightning of light of having confidence. And that would have to be you doing what? Embracing yourself, embracing who you are. I do feel that as much as women probably try to um, downplay the situation where they feel like it's a mainly uh, a man's world when it comes to false confidence, when it comes to uh, confidence, I feel like men, women also definitely play a role in the self-esteem of men as well, which is why we, and it's it's mainly also, we gaslight the situation I feel sometimes too when it comes to when they say it's a man's world. There are some things that I feel like if we stop doing and if we stop teaching our sons these things or these actions, I feel like the world will be a better place. Where I'm talking about the things that we don't like that men do. The things that we don't like, there's a lot of things that we don't like that men do. And it's gaslighted by the false confidence we give them or the overliness of ego. We can talk about size. You know, size, like we downplay men. Like, you know, like, oh, if you don't got a size, you know, you're not a real man. You know what I'm saying? You're not a real man if you don't got the right size. Um, hence we got the gray sweatpants situation. For me, I feel like the gray sweatpants situation is like, it's screaming desperate attention. Because I'm like, there's no, I, not to say that, I don't want to say that clothing should be a reason for people to, um, feel like it's okay to get access to you or abuse you or molest you in any way. But because you know, you know for sure, if I wear this, somebody will look at me. And I know that pe- it's, it's scientifically proven because that's why people always talk this talk during the summer. Because it's scientific, they know that somebody, some woman or guy, is going to look at me. Is going to look at me and be like, oh, he's a man-man. Which is so backwards, because that does not mean, and that does not justify, that that person is more of a man than the last person. So now we have our principles of what manhood really is, and that's what's giving the false confidence in that light. Like, you have people hyping up the gray sweatpants. I I hate the gray sweatpants. Like I feel like I feel like you're creating the wrong impression and wrong attention because the type of people that you're going to attract, I promise you, if you're really a wholesome individual, you're not going to like them because I feel like most times those people that you attract, they're like they're looking for something specific. Cuz they're like, "Oh, y'all seen his pants? I want to talk to him. Let me get his number." Why did you want to get his number? Because you saw the pants. Now, what could you possibly want from seeing the pants? Mmm, light bulb. So, <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's, you're gaslighting the situation of the things you don't like. 
and you're like, oh, he's too lustful, this, then, third, you know, like, men are dogs, but fam, y'all be gaslighting some of these things that um, gives people the wrong sense of confidence. Um, and I, and I think what it really boils down to, because both of these topics can really be expanded more than I can speak on, but really what it really boils down to is a misunderstanding of masculinity from both sexes and a misunderstanding of feminism from both sexes, what it means to be a feminist. And what it means to be masculine. I think if we understand that the both what 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 should give us positive confidence in this term in the sense that we both uplift each other, both uh, uh, male and female, we uplift each other in a way that we're both giving each other confidence to elevate each other into the next chapters of each and every one of our lives then life would be different in society. Life would be different in society and self-love will definitely not be like a thing that is like a trend because if things like this should should have been a thing. Should have been a thing, but a lot of people are just now discovering and finding themselves. But if we understand the dynamic of being a man and being a woman in a way that is confident, that is in a productive way we can definitely understand one another and it's not going to be bad blood it will be good blood so you i i say this all to say that i really i really love when i talk to people and when i talk to people and i learn other perspectives and i it gives me understanding of what I like, what and not only what I like, but I understand myself the more. And understanding myself the more, it allows me to pull out and weed out the false confidence and be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. Be honestly real with yourself. Like, look at it at don't be narrow-minded. Don't be traditional into one viewpoint. Get other perspectives. Human interaction is vital. Human interaction is necessary. Talk to as many different people as you want to. Be uncomfortable. Get yourself uncomfortable. It's not you're not going to get lost. People make you feel like people that are very conservative or traditional make you feel like if you do mix yourself amongst the world too much you don't know who you are anymore i disagree i feel like you are just starting to find out who you really are instead of you confining yourself to certain things so then it doesn't allow you to really grow and blossom you are stuck in a certain position and a stance instead of growing and getting to know other people in the long run then causing you to get to know yourself when you get to know yourself the more man i'm telling you your confidence, your self-esteem is going to go through the roof. It's going to go through the roof. Don't feel like don't feel like you have to confine to what 
society has there for you. Be true to who you want to be. Be true to who you want to be, man. And I promise you, confidence is the beginning for wherever and whatever thing you want to get into. So I just want to say, before I close, thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Much love, much respect. I can't believe it's really been this far coming. It's been really stressful this year. It's been really, really tough. And I appreciate the consistency. I appreciate the love. I appreciate people really showing support. Like, I see it all and I respect it dearly. So I really, really thank each and every one of you. You guys are the best. I can't wait for when we drop the next season. We're going to have even more coming for y'all. I just want to say thank you so much. Once again, this is your co-host, Chima, coming to you from CNL TV. And if you have any questions or if you have anything you would like us to do on CNL TV, please shoot us an email or DM us at CNL TV. Later, y'all.